The Frequency 49 show is brought to you by Niner Empire GB. I'm Kat Victorino, and joining me today are James Little and Kim Sorensen. Hey, guys! Good evening! Good evening! Welcome to 2021 football season. The 49ers went to Detroit and beat the Detroit Lions 41-33 to in what should have been a blowout game with a lot of really interesting facts. In this game, the 49ers scored 31 points in the first half, their most in a half since 2013, Week 16 versus the Falcons, and the most in a first half since 2003. In this game, quarterback Jimmy Garoppolo had 314 passing yards, wide receiver Debo Samuel had 189 receiving yards, and running back Elijah Mitchell had 104 rushing yards. This was the first time three Niners surpassed 300, 100, and 100 marks in the same game since October 7th, 2012 versus Buffalo, when it was a few people we know and love by the name of Alex Smith, Michael Crabtree, and Frank Gore. This is my favorite fact because I think you all know that I have become a a, a Lenore fan. Demodre Lenore Mm -hmm. played the most snaps, 90 of any defensive player in the NFL on Sunday and allowed just one catch versus his three targets for three yards. Guys, we had a pretty cool game until the last two minutes of the game. What do you think? The first half is the best first half of football I've seen from our team. In my opinion, since the since I started watching the team in 2012. Now, I know we've had some good games in 2019, including the NFC Championship game. But in terms of all-round football play, I, 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 think, we were, I think we were excellent. Um, well, unfortunately, as we all know, we've lost Raheem for the season we know now. He's come out and made a statement himself saying that he's, he's going for the operation, which means he'll be out for the season, which safeguard the remainder of his career I hope him wish him well whether that's on our team or not will be seen but we managed to put a guy in there called Elijah Mitchell um, who's a rookie and uh, I just watched the the uh, sideline clips on the website and it, they had to be reminded by I think it was Mohamed Sanu and one of the coaches and it literally was like you've just scored a touchdown in the NFL that, that must be pretty cool and he just wasn't phased and then he went straight out on the next drive and just carried on, uh, which I think is a phenomenal. He, he, the occasion didn't get to him. It's a pretty big deal for, you know, pretty big occasion, pretty big deal. And he went for 104 yards on his NFL debut. So Elijah Mitchell, fair play. Uh, Jimmy was nigh on perfect. Let's, let's big up Jimmy. You know, there's a large section of the fan base that may not have been too pleased about that. <laughs> so, yeah, um, all in all, first half was probably the happiest I've been and most optimistic I've been for a very, you know, well, not very long time, I suppose. It's a 2019 was great. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, the first half of football was was the most enjoyable. Maybe I got a little bit excited because we've been week one and I was, you know, we've all been through a torrid time the past long, you know, few months and whatnot. So, yeah, it's back. It came back in style. And uh, I'm, I'm going to leave the second half in the fourth quarter to Kim. Uh, <laughs> I'm joking. Well, before think, we Kim? go there, because it's only the last Go two on. minutes, 
And I yeah. want to know, Kim, what did you think about uh, uh, Trey Lance coming in and getting the first touchdown of the game? I think pretty cool. Pretty cool. Um, yeah, I, I, I think that I don't, I don't know, know if I, I quite like how the whole changeover is being handled in the, in the long run. But it was it was cool to, to see him come in and and make the touchdown to to Sherfield. Is he our Tyson Hill? <laughs> Is he the Niner <laughs> version of Tyson Hill? No, it, it it's a strange situation, isn't it? It's if he starts the rookie from the get go, then everyone's going to go, "Oh my God, he's throwing the kid under the bus." If he plugs him in and makes packages you know, uh, package plays for him. Everyone's going, well, I'm not sure about this because you're risking both quarterbacks in a game, you know. So it's one of them for me. It doesn't matter what they do with this kid. He's good. The fan base isn't going to be happy as a whole. Right. The fan base um, and the media are going to turn it into a quarterback controversy, exactly. even though it's just a competition. Always. And I think Jimmy pretty solidly came out and said, hello, um, with his performance on Sunday. I'm the starting, car- starting quarterback and – trail get in when he gets in and that'll be it and he was also the most hyped he was in the entire games when trey lance scored his touchdown that tells you a phenomenal amount about the character of the man mm-hmm. um he was so excited for the kid i mean trey lance it was literally like jimmy was buzzing and trey was like all right jimmy hey, it's, it's cool it's cool do it way. so yeah i was really happy i think the whole i think the way he's handled it the whole thing is incredibly professional, and again, it's, it's his character. It speaks volumes for the guy's character because he could have quite easily turned a bit nasty and gone the opposite way. The, there's certain quarterbacks in the league that do like to throw their uh, toys out the pram, as it were. No, not naming names, as you know who mm-hmm. those quarterbacks can be and are. Um, but thankfully, they're not on our team, um, and that's exactly what they do look like. Is is a team again? Um, granted, the team. He's getting has been reduced straight off the bat through week one through the loss of Jason Verrett and Raheem Mozart, um, which I'm sure we'll go on to. But yeah, I mean, the main thing that I want to get across is the fact that we won. Doesn't quite feel like with everything surrounding what happened during the last two minutes and losing the two players. It's I've never known or never never seen and heard so much of ne- well not negativity but. Like downbeatness, if that's even a word, from a win. You know, we won, guys. I know it was roping near the end, and we very we tried our best not to, but we won. But we but started that's the, season the, with that's the, win, the piece so that needs to that be. Matters. That's the piece that I'm going to ring you in, James. That's the piece that needs to be addressed. Is that we had two minutes where we had the game by handily by three scores, and our defense gave up enough scores to make it scary. And I, I feel like defense, wasn't it? I, I, I am with I'm, I'm with Deepak all the way. That's on Shanahan. Mm-hmm. That needs yeah. to be addressed. These games need to be finished and they need to be completed. And they cannot, you know, they can't. They have to keep the foot on the on the gas. They cannot step on the brakes. Teams are gunning for the Niners, right, Kim? Yeah, I, I completely agree. But I, I think there was, well, what do could you call it some kind of uh, injury trauma happening to the team uh, when Verrett went out? Uh, uh, it was like 
again, we, we were up by by twenty four with with so so little time on the clock. So everyone expected this just uh, just to be over. And and Shanahan began as as far as I've heard it began uh, replacing the starters on on defense, and then we just had that. That uh, unlucky bounce of uh, kills uh, on <laughs> yeah. the onside kick. <laughs> <laughs> Can't do a whole lot about that. <laughs> yeah, what was a, a, a certain uh, victory just unraveled within uh, the last uh, two minutes. So, as much as I, I don't think there was a, a capitulation uh, as such, but. We had some very unlucky bounces, and of course, the the starters should just have been kept in for the final two minutes. But there was, like I said, it was like they overreacted to the to the to the injury to to Verrett and and it it almost cost us. All almost. Uh, it, well, it, it almost cost us. But, it, but that's the Cole's thing. It, it, they they the need to stop and they need to finish the game. Yes, mm-hmm. players get injured. They get injured all the time. We saw that. I mean, look at the Ravens. They got decimated in their running core. Um, but, you know, it's we got to keep that next man up mentality mentality going, mm-hmm. you know, or they're not going to finish the game and they're not going to get to the Super Bowl. And then we're going to, you know – the last thing yeah. we need are these continual collapses in the last few minutes of the game. In in the last Super Bowl, yeah. it was in the last seven minutes. Okay, this is the last two, so mm-hmm. I'm going to give them props for improving. And it was a strong game until those last two minutes. It was a really strong game. So obviously the Niners are there, and they can be a contender, but they have to seal the deal. They just have to. <laughs> it- Exactly. It doesn't help that we're in the most competitive division. It's I like you—I think you hit the nail on the head—is you c- we can't afford to take our throat off uh, our throat, our foot off the throat, no. or off the gas in a game, and we can't afford to do that in this in the season um, because one loss. I'm not saying we're going to go undefeated because we. I don't no. think we are. Um, but I'm saying the the more the more times we take our foot off the gas, and it, 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 if it costs us games, exactly in the division that we're in, it, you know, I, I honestly think I can see all. It may not happen, but I can see all the teams in our division possibly having winning records. Mm-hmm. I, re- I really can. I don't know if that. I don't know if it's ever been done before, but um, from what I've seen in week one, again, it's week one. There's many many weeks to go, but from what I've seen, they're four of the strongest teams in the NFL. Um, so, like you say, the, the, the not taking our foot off the gas needs to be maintained in, in practice. It needs to be maintained in games. And throughout the entire season, it's it's exactly that. Yeah, don't take your foot off the gas. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So in the game, our overall stats, we had 21 first downs to the Lions, 31 first downs. We had a 33% third down efficiency rating, where the Lions had a 46% third down efficiency rating. The Lions did have a 40% fourth down efficiency, but we never got there, so I'm not worried about ours. Total yards, we had 442 offensive yards, 131 rushing, 311 passing. The Lions had 430 with 116 rushing and 314 passing. 
Penalty wise, still an issue, guys. Seven penalties for 79 yards. The Lions had five for 45, so there were still some some mistakes that need to be cleaned up on in the back end there. Uh, Hopefully, rusty. <laughs> well, it, it, yes, like you oh. keep saying, it is the first game of the season, mm -hmm. but we had a lot of really strong performers. I mean. Fred Warner led the team with 11 tackles in the game, eight solo, three assisted. You know, Bosa, Ford, and Street. What a man! All sacked Jared Goff, so we had three sacks on on Jared Goff. Uh, we're the Niners are 19 and 0 under Shanahan when leading 14 by 14 points in the second half, so that's a good thing. We only had three turnovers. I got to work on that first snap. That that really <laughs> did not set the right tone. <laughs> Yeah, oh, yeah, that was that was like a, oh, but thankfully it was early on. Once again, it was early on, so we managed we didn't yeah. manage to recover. It, the, Jimmy Jimmy's face in it. Was oh my golden. gosh, I know. You know that moment when you know you know that moment. Like, where's the ball? Where's the ball? Where's the ball? Where's the ball? oh, they've got the ball. You know that look, that yeah. panic look of where's the ball gone? And, and I don't, I don't blame on. Pile on. <laughs> I don't blame Kittle for the onside kick. That's you know that's part of the game. No. That kind of bounce is going to happen. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, overall, I feel like it was a strong performance by the Niners. I'm looking forward to uh, to this week. Can't wait to start talking about the Eagles. So we got some uh, some questions from the group, you guys, and we got a whole bunch of questions from the group, you guys. <laughs> Uh, Nathaniel James wants to know what our thoughts are on Jimmy despite the fumble on the first play, which I think we've kind of covered. Um, what about your concerns in the in the secondary now that we don't have Verrett? Well, we, we just signed uh, Kirkpatrick who, who, from yeah from the uh, the Bengals, and he played for the Cardinals last year. I'm I'm really looking forward to. To seeing him, I, I think that's a solid signing, and and we get uh, we got uh, Josh Norman, who is just getting up to speed, uh, and the the two two rookies, they they are not uh, Verrett caliber quality, but um, it, it's a concern. But but I'm not. Kim, didn't we go into the season concerned about our secondary? Yes, exactly. Like it has been stated uh, numerous times, mm -hmm. we, we are built around the defensive line creating pressure and I, I think they showed uh, against the Lions, who has a, a decent O-line, that, that they can create that, that pressure. Yeah, well, the, the thing, the one player that I will be watching so keenly this season is, is, is the man. Uh, and that's Nick Bosa, and we've got to remember that he's not played football for a long time and come back from a hell of an injury. And I'm not sure, I've, I've just had a quick look at how many snaps he played, but I know he played a lot more than he than they expected him to, and he was blowing by the end of it. He's going to go from strength to strength this season. Um, I'm hoping, I've already seen, I think, Anthony McAllister posted in the group somewhere that he's hoping for a big season from Kinlaw. Uh, everything going into the season... You know, he looks like an absolute beast. So I'm also hoping from a big soon. Again, it's week one. You know, it's this defense should be something. Now, obviously, we've got Demarco Ryan, which I'm hoping is a smooth transition from Salah in terms of you know everything to do with scheme and that sort of thing. Let's just hope he's as much of a motivator 
as Salah was because I really think that that was a massive uh, factor on the defence. Uh, I mean, look at last season with the heavily depleted defence due to injuries, what he, what Salah got out of those players. I'm just hoping that it's exactly like you say, Cat, uh, that we all say that the, the, the mantra of next man up is very much that. Uh, in terms of the you know the coordinator side of things as well this time, but uh, the secondary has been a concern going into the season. I think it's the one position that we, you know, you don't have to be a rocket scientist to work out. It's where we need to strengthen. I fully expect them to target that in the draft next year. Um, but they've drafted, you know, the, the, is it Lenore? Like you say, he played what ninety defensive snaps to do that in your first NFL game. Which, uh, same. Same thing I was saying with Mitchell, but on the other side of the ball, it's phenomenal, really. Um, and I don't think the I don't think the guy did bad at all. Um, I, I, nothing stands out to me where I think, oh god, you just got absolutely smoked. Uh, I may be wrong, but yeah, nothing stands out to me in that sort of thing. So I, yeah, it's 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 probably the one concern that we've got with the team. But at the minute, I don't think it's a major concern. But then you know we've still got to. We still got to see them see them deal with the likes of uh, Hopkins, Metcalf, uh, Tyler Lockett. You know, the, in, that's just within our division. So we'll see you again. Fairly weak one. Well, I'd keep saying it, but we'll see. Both Paul Marsh and Simon Holdsworth want to talk about the final two minutes of the game. Paul asks, was it just complacency or a little bad luck in the last quarter, or was the fourth quarter capitulation a sign of a deeper attitude problem? Simon asks, do we think the final two minutes was just early season brain fart rather than complacency? And should we be looking at the fact that the game was blown out, a blown out win until then? I mean, I, you know, even though we we had the injuries and I know we've talked about this, but I really, again, I really think that that final two minutes of the game is something we really need to take a long, hard look at. And I hope that Shanahan is doing that because if they don't start finishing games, they're not going to get anywhere. Well, yeah, he, yeah, it could cost him. It could cost him his job. Mm -hmm. I mean, let's be honest. Let's be real. Let's, you know, they've gone. It could cost him if they keep doing this, and it costs, you know, costs us games and. Yeah, it could ultimately it could cost him his job. So it's his in his interest. Every, to, I'm sure they everything are. that that I'm they sure. worked so hard to build, you know, is all for exactly. naught. If we yeah. cannot finish that up those final half, two minutes, yeah, that first half of brilliant football. Like I say, for me, I enjoyed that first half so much. You know, to then to possibly, if, I mean, we didn't, but if we had have done, then by God, that you know. Hero to zero sort of stuff, isn't it? Mm. So, yeah, they've got to... We'll see that, you know, again, we'll see going forward. But I would like... I think Deepak said it in the group. Let's hope that, you know, there's been some serious meetings this week to to discuss, you know, with the... Obviously, with the players and with the coaches, like, what, 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 what is... Was it the players taking their foot off the gas? Did they see one of their teammates go down and suddenly think, ooh... You know, we saw we saw two of them go down, didn't we? It, was it the players or was it the coaches saying, "Like, look, guys, we were up here." To, you know, it, we they only they know. We'll not we'll not know. I think Debo said it uh, at the press conference after the game that uh, the 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 dressing room was uh, completely silent when when Shanahan came in and asked how they how they felt about the win, and there was just uh, complete silence. 
because they they knew they they had almost both the concern for for red, the red, but but they also knew they, how close they they had been to to surrendering the game. Exactly. Uh, Deepak Gohill wants to know if we think we might see another capitulation like we did this last week. There were signs in the first half, especially with the defensive line parting like the Red Sea for several massive yardage gains. <laughs> and in terms of the secondary, he's wondering if Sherman is quite possibly our best option right now. What he lacks in speed, he makes up for with experience and leadership. Do we feel there are others we should be looking at? Well, I think he said that before we signed Kirkpatrick. What I will say about Dre Kirkpatrick is what I know about him, I haven't watched a massive deal of him, is that I do know that man likes a penalty, and we love penalties. Yeah. So come on down. God. In, all ser- in all seriousness, he's quite well known throughout the league for being a little bit over the top and quite aggressive at times. Maybe the little spark that we need, it may cost us more penalties. I would love to see Uncle Sherman come back, but I think... Until we get confirmation from Roger Goodell, and if if Richard's well and you know he's obviously we all know he's having he's had issues off field. So first and foremost, we need to get confirmation if we do sign him. Would he go on the uh, commissioner's you know right. allowed list exempt list because he's got legal issues? There's that there's that point of you know standpoint that maybe the reason we haven't already got him in the building. Because I'm sure we would have been able to get him in the building on a minimum contract. The guys would have loved to have had him around. And as we know, Kyle has already said he stays in contact with them. I'm sure we reached out to him after you know hearing the news about the issues that he's had and stuff. So I would love to see him come back, um, not just as a player, but I've said it before, as a coach, if we could get him as a secondary coach in the future. I think right now we need players, though. <laughs> True, true, true. Uh, so in answer, Dip, I'd love to see him come back, mate. But I think they're already looking at other options. We've got Norman, we've got Kirkpatrick. There's talks, and I'm sure John has had the phone picked. He's been picking the phone. There's talks of a, uh, a trade for a second year, second round uh, corner from Jags. But it depends what they want. As we know, we haven't got many picks left, have we, to to deal or any higher, you know, dual late round picks, aren't they? So, well, I don't know. We just got to. Trust the process. That's what I'll say. We'll trust the process. I, I uh, sorry. I, I don't. Th- I, my personal opinion. I, I, I don't think Sherman will be be coming back. I, I don't think so either. He's got too much going on outside yeah. of football. It it was only two months ago that he mm-hmm. had his uh, his incident, mm-hmm. and yeah, alcohol and medicine and uh, mental. Mm-hmm mental uh, history uh, two months isn't very long if, if we we if if he should be in uh, football shape as well so i think the the contact to him and his family is just more the the relation mm-hmm. uh, kind of of, uh, of of talks i agree i agree and he's also not the sherman of 2012 when he did play for us well yeah the, the last few i mean yeah, but, but having that that yeah. veteran leadership i agree is valuable yeah. but would he be too much of a distraction is my concern mm. because we know he's got yeah. off the field troubles he still has a restraining order or his in-laws have still have a restraining order against him he's got a lot of things he's got to figure out off the field and get his head on straight before he could even think about you know coming back to the game 
in any capacity. We've had our fair share of a player drama, haven't we? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not really good with drama, so, <laughs> so I try to avoid it. So. <laughs> Kev Nyland, are we forever injury jinxed? As Kat pulls out her notes on the strength and conditioning program from the last four seasons. Um, has Bosa fully recovered? And how are our current cornerbacks going to deal with DeAndre Hopkins or DJ Metcalf <laughs> twice a season? Let's start there. What do you guys think? I think Bosa looked really strong, but I agree. I feel like we are injury jinxed. It feels like it. <laughs> yeah, it does. It does, but it's it's a continue. It's like I think you said uh, your notes from the past four seasons, Kat. And in the time they've they've replaced the strength and conditioning coaches and things, so I honestly don't know what it is. Twice. So, yeah, it certainly seems like we are jinxed, doesn't it? Um, first of all, I'd like to just quickly say it's brilliant to have Kev back. Thank you, Kev, for doing the pick six this season. Um, it's just good to have you back, mate. I enjoy your, uh, you. Kev's a bit of a writer, so I enjoy his blogs. Yeah, check out does, his blog. It's uh, pretty and awesome. Post games. It's brilliant. Um, he puts some, yeah, I really enjoy reading Kev's writing. He's a lovely bloke as well, so... Just wanted to get that in there. But yeah, Kev, I think we're jinx, mate. We're absolutely, yeah, <laughs> we're jinx, mate. So how are we going to deal with these guys? DeAndre Hopkins, DJ Metcalf. Kim, what do you think? Well, the defensive line. <laughs> we, we, have, we, have, we have said it, we have said it before. Uh, hopefully, hopefully uh, with uh, Quan and mostly, uh, mostly coming back uh, soon, and uh, and Lenoir and, and and the other signings, they'll be mm -hmm. solid enough to, to 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 take the top off. They the Hopkins and and Metcalf and Lockett, they'll they'll make plays. You can't you can't hold them down. Usually you can't hold them down for for an entire game, but. I also I also think it is being kind of overlooked that we were the only team. I, I know Greenlaw was part of it, but but we were the only team in week one that scored forty points. So it's it's not just a, a question mm. of our defense uh, uh, holding up. Uh, the offense has a, a big part of it uh, as well. Yeah. Well, could we see a season where things are flipped from two thousand and nineteen in terms of the defense was. You know the not well. Yeah, the defense carried the team in two thousand and nineteen. Basically, could we see a flip? Could we actually see this year that the offense and the great offensive mind that we've got as our head coach and call player suddenly sparks into life, and we see that the offense carries us through games. We every time we have the ball on offense, we score. It takes a little bit of pressure off the other side of the ball. We could see a season like that. It'd be nice. I don't really mind how we win, but you know, it, we it's a positive. Game one, it looked like you know. Look at Jim. Jimmy was phenomenal. Like last year, at times he looked like he was playing a bit scared. This year, he's. I think he's well. He, I think he was fantastic. I do. Um, I'm really looking forward to seeing him play for the rest of the season. 
Well, I want to thank Kevin Herbert and uh, Steve Holmes for their questions. We did cover those topics. Uh, keep the questions coming each week. We enjoy answering them and covering topics that you want us to talk about. Guys, I think it's time we look at this week's game as we head into uh, Philadelphia to take on the Eagles. The 49ers lead the all-time series or at 19-14-1, although the Niners have only won two of the last nine meetings. The last meeting was a 25-20 win for the Eagles in Week 5 of 2020 in Santa Clara, despite Kittle's 183 yards in receptions. Eagles beat the Falcons in Buffalo last week, 32-6, giving them a 1-0 record, good for first in the NFC East, the only team in the division with a winning record. Uh, Offensively, the the Eagles are ninth in the NFL, averaging 32 points a game, sixth in total yardage with an average of 434 yards per game. They're second in rushing, averaging 173 yards per game, and 16th in passing offense with 261 yards per game. Okay, so that's the first game, right? Yeah. Defensively, last week, they were second in points allowed with six points per game and seventh in total yards allowed with 260. They're 19th in rushing yards allowed with an average of 124 and second in passing yards allowed with an average of 136. Hmm. We, however, have opened as a three and a half point favorite for the game. Interesting, boys. What do we think about this matchup? Mobile quarterback. Mobile quarterback. <laughs> That's the thing that worries me. Yeah. Uh, I don't really know much about the Eagles, in all honesty. Like, I haven't watched a lot of them. I watched their, I've watched all the highlights from week one. Uh, yeah, the thing that concerns me is the mo- it's, it's the defense running out of gas. Um, I think we can win. I think, I think we will win. We're gonna win. We're gonna win. Uh, see how that changed? Yeah, that was yeah. We're gonna win. Um, I say um, it's the it's the mobility of the quarterback. I, I'd be a lot more confident if it was Carson Wentz back there still. Yeah. Well, well, uh, we we have had our trouble with the mobile quarterbacks, mm-hmm. but uh, I th- I think uh, we are so much better than the Falcons. Uh, Hurts. Uh, hasn't faced uh, a defensive line like ours. Uh, I think he'll he'll be be running for his life on on Sunday. <laughs> so I, yeah, I think we'll win as well. Will we have a pass rush this week? I feel like we didn't have much of a pass rush last week. I feel like we should have had more pressures. Didn't- didn't we sack the quarterback three times last week? Only three times. Come on, you know I want more. <laughs> I think because of the capitulation in the fourth quarter, everybody was like, oh, the, the defence was terrible. They weren't. It's just the last two minutes. Um, I think Nick Bosa alone had, I know it's only well, say five or six uh, pressures. I think he, he got to the running back a couple of times. So, again, he, he'll build with confidence. Um, I think we will. I think, yeah, I think we'll we'll have more of a presence this week. I'm hoping for a cleaner presence this week, but that's just me. All right, guys, are you ready to play the two-minute drill? Kim, what is your biggest plus from game one? Well, the the, the win, obviously, but uh, <laughs> there, there, there were there were many many pluses. Uh, I, I I 
the O line for me was the biggest. Okay. James, what was your biggest negative from game one? The capitulation. Okay. Basically. Okay. Yeah, last two minutes. Awesome. Kim, with Raheem going down for the season, do you think we will see him suit up again in a Niner uniform? This is his final year of a contract. I, I think I think he will. Okay. Ooh. James, with all the teams in the NFC West winning, is this the toughest division in the NFL? 150% yes. Kim, with no teams winning in the NFC South, is that the weakest division in the NFL? Or NFC North, is the is that the weakest division in the NFL? Oh. <laughs> I, I know, I'm talking I, I about the Packers. I, I, and <laughs> I, I still think the NFC East uh, is, is the least. <laughs> James, after week one, are you more positive about our strength and depth? Did I? Uh, yes. Yes. <laughs> I'm like, did I lose James? <laughs> uh, Kim, are we going to have a record season out of George? George Kittle? It, de- it de- depends on, on uh, what we mean with a record season. He said, he set the record two, two, two years ago. So that's a pretty tall, tall task. So I don't think we will see a record season, but, but he'll have a good season, I'm sure. And we are out of time. Thank you both for playing. Thanks to Audionautics.com for the music. Thanks to Mark Lyon, Andrew Mitchell, Daryl Nils-Hanman, Neil Jepson, Deepak Gohill, Paul McDonald, James Little, Rob Newell, Kev Nyland, Simon Holdsworth, Nathaniel James, Stephen Box, and Graham Ross for all that they do in the group and on the show. Apologies to anyone I may have missed. Thank you to all in the group who continually contribute, whether it's in the game day thread or the sharing of other content. We'd love to have you on the show. Just let us know. You can message any of the admins in the group or email us. Or you can check out the calendar under announcements in the Facebook group and sign up for a date. I'll contact you via messenger and we'll make further arrangements. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Niner Empire GB and on Facebook, search for the group Niner Empire Great Britain. Don't forget to check out the blog, which is available on your favorite podcast app. You can also email us at Frequency49Show at gmail.com. On behalf of James Little and Kim Sorensen, I am Kat Victorino. We will back week, be, be back next week. Thanks for listening. Goodbye for now. Bye. Goodbye. <laughs>